Welcome to a powerful encounter with the Word of God brought to you by Pastor Daniel Abedu. Yes, Lord, indeed you are good. And there is none to be compared to you. Thank you, O oh God, for this opportunity that you have given us. Father, we can never finish saying thank you for all the benefit and all the good things that have come our way. Thank you for the protection. Thank you for the water. Thank you for the food. Thank you for the air we breathe. Thank you, O oh God, for everything. We can't finish saying thank you, Lord. This morning we bless your holy name and we give you all the glory. Father, this few minutes that is left before your, your presence, I pray that you speak to us. Let your will be done. Let somebody leave this place fully encouraged. Let the brokenhearted be healed. Let somebody be strengthened, Lord. Let your Holy Spirit come and have its way, Lord, in our midst. May I not speak my mind, but may I speak the mind of God. And at the end of the day, oh God, let only your perfect will be done in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Give a better clap of hand unto Jesus. And you can sit on top of your enemies. Hallelujah. Amen. Hey, what's happening? Where, where, where are the rest of our brothers and sisters? Wow. A lot of people are not in church today. And it's not good enough. Hallelujah. Amen. Shepherds, it speaks a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of work for us to do. Amen. Amen. All right. But with the short time that is left for us, and I'm preaching for a very short time. All right. For the past three, four weeks, we have been learning from our father's book. Those who are offended. Hallelujah. Amen. Those who are offended. And I hope we are we are we have learned a lot from these teachings. This now when I check the book has 19 chapters. And 19 chapters, if you have to do it within one month. Every week we take one chapter. There is no way we will finish the book. So the, the rest of the work is with us. Hallelujah. Amen. If you are going to benefit fully from this book, you have to read it yourself. At home. Hallelujah. Amen. And you'll be blessed. Amen. Amen. And I hope you are being healed. Because Jesus Christ says that as for offense, by all means it will come. Whether you like it or not, it will come. If I've not, I've not offended you yet this year, you should expect it because it will come. Amen. Amen. Love, happy birthday. Wow, your, your dress is nice. Wow. But this run run thing is called what? It looks like a, a, a bicycle tie. Hey, Charlie. Wow. The sisters are giving us different, different stars. Maybe you should stand up. Let everybody see your star. 
in case he wants, you wants, you are the one who showed it, right? Yeah, if you want the star. Oh, stand up. Let everybody see your star. Wow. It's so nice. Yeah. I don't know whether men, guys can show this one. Like, I, I will show some. I will show it and then put bicycle tie in front of my my. It's a blessing. Hallelujah. All right. So today, for a short time, I want to talk about how to protect yourself from being offended. Now, we have learned about various ways by which offense comes. Today, we, we cannot end the series by not talking about how you will prevent the offense. Offense, sorry. Hallelujah. Amen. So we need to protect ourselves from being offended. Because offense is one thing that can take you out from your blessing. Offense can make you lose a very good marriage. Offense can make you to lose a very, very, very uh, uh, great ministry that God has given you. And so you have to guard yourself. Like a soldier going for war. You see them putting on bulletproof vest. The bulletproof vest is to prevent any bullet that hits them. In case a bullet hits them, they will not die. Hallelujah. Amen. So John chapter 16 verse 1 the Bible says that these things have I spoken unto you that ye should not be offended that ye should not be offended so let's take this teaching very very seriously and you realize that the whole of the month of June as we have gone through this book the devil may not tempt you because he knows that you are learning about offense and the words are very fresh in your in your in your mind but he may attempt he may he may tempt you in october or november or maybe next year February when you have forgotten this teaching that is when the devil will bring an offense your way but in case it happens I want you to remember today remember these teachings remember the book how it talks about the dangers of offense. How it can make you to come down very, very low from a great position that God has given you. Hallelujah. Amen. So this morning, I want us to rise up and be strong and fight the devil. Because one of the weapons that the enemy uses 
uses to fight you and then even to fight the church it's offense recently some husband and wife they were playing ludu I looked at we don't have ludu here. we don't have ludu in the house we've not played some before remember me so that you buy some wine they were playing ludu and then you know, they, when, when you are playing ludu most of the time it is their husband that cheats so I mean he, he threw the dial and then it, it was five but when he was counting he counted six the, the wife saw it but he, she didn't talk she threw the dial again he threw the dial again now instead of four he counted six again and then went home and then it's like he has won then the, the, the wife started shouting at him why have you been why are you cheating since you started cheating I've been quiet and then you keep on doing it and that is what you have been doing all this while since we married you have been cheating you have started cheating now now even ludu self you are cheating so small ludu that they were playing it 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 tend to a fight this cheating cheating thing by the time you were like they were in a court as i talk right now they are divorced so something that started very 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 slow we were playing we were just joking by the time you realize we have ended up in the law court and to the extent that they have divorced that is what offends us when you are not when you are not healed when something happens and then you don't let go then you go and bring a past wound like you were hurt instead of you to make sure that this hurt is gone then you go and play football with it then somebody will go and kick that same place that you were hurt and then you start bleeding then by the time you realize an old wound be it has become fresh and blood is coming hallelujah Amen. and that is what offends us it can make you lose something that is great so if there is anything that you must run away from it must be offense now bishop said that offended people are badly hurt offended people are hurting and smarting from their from things that have happened in their lives and he says that offense is unavoidable in your journey with God hallelujah Amen. he says offense is headed directly for you 
So as you sit here right now, an offense is coming to you. Something, somebody will hurt you. Your husband will hurt you. Your sister will hurt you. Your brother will hurt you. In the choir, there will be a lot of offenses. With the shepherds, there will be a lot of offenses. But you must put on your bulletproof vest. Hallelujah. Amen. You must put on your vest so that when it comes, you know what you have to do. It will not take you away from the church. It will not take you away from your marriage. It will not take you away from the beautiful thing that we are building. Hallelujah. Amen. So he said that Jesus armed the minds of his disciples. To protect them from becoming offended. Hallelujah. Amen. So I'm coming to give us some points. What Jesus Christ said that we should do. You know, when we were young, they said that when you are going to do anything that you are not so sure that this thing that I am going to do whether it's wrong or it's right they gave us a code is it WWJD or so W what would Jesus do or what would have Jesus done if Jesus were to be in your situation what would Jesus have done so it's like this quarrel that I am going to quarrel if it were Jesus will Jesus have gone to fight will Jesus have gone to pull a knife and say that if you do rough I go trick you with this knife of late you, you, you can see husbands Husband killing, killing their wives. Girlfriends, uh, boyfriends killing their girlfriends. Because some are saying that I've taken care of you while to invest in now. You came and said that you will not marry me again. Then somebody will just pour an acid and destroy somebody's life. What would Jesus have done? If Jesus were to be in your situation will he pour acid will he take a gun or what will he do will he insult hallelujah Amen. so we are going to look at what Jesus Christ said that we should do to protect ourselves from being offended number one he said that expect an experience of pressure and trouble and don't let it offend you John chapter 16 verse 33 expect an experience of pressure pressure and trouble as long as you are living on this earth there will be pressure there will be trouble how be Baba. Hallelujah. Amen. John 16 verse 33 says that these things have I spoken unto you that in me ye might have 
peace. In Christ Jesus, you will have peace. In Christ Jesus, you will have peace. So when you come to Christ, one of the things that you have is peace. Now look at this one. In the world, you shall have tribulations. Hallelujah. Amen. It's very, it's, it's, it's rather opposite. In Christ Jesus, you have peace. But in the world, he said that you have tribulation. Tribulation is suffering. Tribulation is, 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 is lack. It's want. Hallelujah. Amen. But he said that, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. This is what Jesus is saying. Be of good cheer. It means that be happy. Be happy. Because what? I have overcome the world. Hallelujah. Amen. As long as we are living on this earth here, there will be difficulties. There will be troubles. There will be all sorts of issues. Hallelujah. Amen. In Christ Jesus, you will have peace. But on this earth, in this world, he said that you will have tribulations. How many of us are in this world? Hey, some of us are in this world, are not in this world. Or maybe you are in uh, Mars or Jupiter. Hallelujah. Now, as long as you are on this earth, as long as you are in Taifa, as long as you are in Ashaman, he said that you will face difficulties. But Jesus said that when you face difficulties, you must cheer up. Cheer up means that be happy. Tell somebody be happy. Be happy. Smile. Or at least smile small. Smile small. You see, sometimes we take things too hard. It's not all the time you should be thinking about your rent. It's not all the time you should be thinking about what you eat. It's not all the time you should be thinking about the issues that you are going through. As long as you are living in a shaman here, Jesus Christ said that you will face tribulations. But he said that when they come, you have to cheer up. You have to shake yourself and then still be happy. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, you, 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 if you don't take care, you will be depressed. Especially when you see the things that are going all over. They are increasing uh, electricity. They are increasing water. Yesterday I saw a message from MTN. That now even Momo, when you are going to withdraw, they have increased it. Hallelujah. Amen. So sometimes when you think about all these things, you will be depressed. Doctors says that doctors they say that when somebody is sick or when you are not well, one of the things that to make you heal so fast. It's when there's joy in you. But anytime you are sad and then you get sick, you, it will take you a long time for you to be healed. Hallelujah. Amen. So this morning you have to cheer up. 
Be happy. Call somebody be happy. Be happy. Be happy. Be happy. You let somebody say that no, this guy there's something wrong with you. But you should be laughing. You should, you should create some joy be within you. I said one castle to me, a boy, a DJ be Hallelujah. Amen. So if you have any friend, anytime it comes around, it makes you sad. You have to avoid such people. Anybody who comes to bring you sadness. That person is from the pit of hell. It's from Satan. So you have to avoid such people. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, Bishop said that the word tribulation means trouble. It means pressure. It means difficulties. It means burdens. It is important to expect these things and survive them when they happen. When there's pressure on you, you must survive it. As a Christian, I mean, it's not all the time that when you come, we'll tell you that Charlie, everything will be so nice. Yeah, your relationship it will be full of love. I mean, all of us we wish that, oh, in our relationship and in our marriage, it's like all the time you are in a swimming pool. It's like everything is so smooth. Everything is so loving. The moment you mention your name today, I want to eat fufu and then fufu has come. Oh, today I want to eat jollof, then jollof have come. Can you imagine like Sunday morning like this, you close church. The moment you get home, now you remove your dress. And then you dive into your swimming pool. Then you swim. Uh, by the time you come up, some nice chilled drink is waiting for you up there. Then you, I mean, you take it and then you 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 start drinking. Whilst you are whilst you are relaxing outside and then the air is blowing you. Sometimes we wish that that's how life should be. But that is not how life is. Sometimes you won't have money to buy prepaid. Sometimes they will call you. A, a, a junior's pampers has finished. You have to buy pampers. Hallelujah. Amen. These are realities that you must face. These are realities that you go through. That you don't have money, money to pay your school fees. There's pressure on you. Your landlord says that by the end of this month, if you don't pay your rent, you, you have to move from the house. And you don't know where to go. Hallelujah. Amen. But Jesus Christ says that cheer up. Don't be offended. In spite of the pressure. Don't be offended. Hallelujah. That is how can people are drinking poison to die. 
Anytime you are killing yourself because of the pressure and difficulties you are going through, you are saying that I do not have God. I do not have any hope in this life. But you can't say that you worship God here in Lighthouse Chapel International, Taifa, and you say that you don't have any hope. Hallelujah. Amen. Number two. Expect an experience of purging. 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 Like they, they, they cutting uh, some, some things from you. And don't let it offend you. John chapter 15 verse 1 to 2 He says that I am the true vine and my father is the husband man. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit he purgeth it that it may bring forth more fruits. More fruits. More fruits. More fruits. I mean, when we were at school, JHS, and then we were doing a Greek, they would tell us that purging or pruning, it means that cutting some, some, some some excesses around the leaves or the fruit so that the tree can grow very well. You have planted a corn but there are some wheat that are growing growing with the corn. What the wheat is doing is that it is taking some nutrients from the soil. But that nutrient is supposed to be for only the corn. But this wheat that you don't need, it is also taking some nutrients from the from the soil. So what, what, what you are doing is that you are taking those plants or those weeds that are taking some of the that are sharing the same nutrients with the soil, with the, with the, with the corn. And that is called purging or pruning. Hallelujah. Amen. Now the scripture says that I am the true vine. And my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, think about the words very well. Every branch that beareth fruit, the one that is bearing fruit, rather, there is purging. There is cutting. Hallelujah. Amen. So when you avail yourself for, 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 for the word of God to cut certain things from you, it is for your own good. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, this, this Wednesday, the shepherds and pastors, we are going for Titus in Crete. Titus in Crete is is like a judgment day. The time that we avail ourselves for 
for, for them to assess you what you are doing in the church. Whether you are doing it right or whether you are doing it wrong. It's a time of pruning. It's a time of cutting some excesses. Now, he said that even though you are bearing some fruits, even though you are doing well in the house of God, even though you are winning some souls, but it's like you can do more. You can do better. But there are certain way of behaving there are certain things that you are doing that is taking away some 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 nutrients from your life and that is when when you go and then they as they ask you questions those things will come out and they'll begin to cut it they'll begin to cut it from there but unfortunately some people get offended some people get angry why are you correcting me after all that I am doing in the house of God so they don't see it hallelujah Amen. We must begin to, as Christians, begin to cut some excesses, some things from us. Some things that does not make us bear fruit. Some things that does not make us do well. Maybe it may be watching too much of television. Maybe it may be sleeping too much. Maybe it may be that you don't read any book. Look at all these books that have been given unto us. Apart from this one, the bishop has given us three books, hundred books. Hundred books that we must learn for free. We did not pay even one CD for it. But we don't read them. It is about time we cut certain things so that we can bear more fruits so that we can do better. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, Bishop said that when there is a season of purging, many people will clear out of the system. God believes in purging. God purges our lives. Hallelujah. Amen. When we were young, and then sometimes when you complain of stomach, my stomach, it's like every day you are eating. Today you are eating yokogare. The next day you are eating a bangkun. The next day you are taking cocoa. You see, and then you don't clear your system. So our parents, they were specialized in giving us a ben twenty bro for Enema, yeah, enema. Hey, who could school where you from? I call Wesley girls are now. Hallelujah. Amen. So our our parents they were specialized in giving enema. They 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 will put uh, abodu that medicine in it. 
pushes into your, your somewhere. And that in the beginning they begin to shake you. You yourself, the kind of speed and then the hundred meters that you run. In order to go and throw out the excesses from you away. They did all these things in order to clear our system. Most of the time, when they do that, you realize that you are free. You have become very, very light. It's like certain things have gone out of your system. That is what happens. When you avail yourself for you to be pet. For, 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 for the word of God to even counsel you. Pageant. Hallelujah. Amen. So when you are being prayed, do not be offended. It is our blessing. Amen. Amen. Powerful. Number three. We are closing soon. Number three. An experience of hatred from the world will offend you and affect you. Hatred. Somebody will hate you without any cause. This is what Jesus Christ said that it will happen to you. So when it comes, know that Jesus Christ has said it. And so guard yourself. John chapter 15 verse 18. He said that if the world hates you, ye know that it hated me before it hated you. Hallelujah. Amen. Hatred will come your way. How will you be able to fight offenses? You can fight offenses by expecting that somebody will hate you one day. Hallelujah. Amen. Number four. We are ending with this one. Our time is fast spent. Number four. Hatred without a cause will offend you. And affect you. Hatred. Without a cause, will offend you and affect you. John chapter 15, verse 24 to 25. If I had not done among them the works which none other man did, they had not had sin. But now have they both seen and hated both me and my father. But this cometh to pass, that the word might be fulfilled, that it is written in their law, they hated me without a cause. They hated me without a cause. This is what Jesus is saying. That in this life, you will meet people who hate you. Without a cause. Hallelujah. Amen. By all means, somebody will come your way. The person... No, when the moment is like the person sees you now, then they begin to hate you. You must expect it. Hallelujah. You must Amen. expect it. Now, in the Bible, there was an example like that in Jesus' ministry. You remember when Jesus told Peter that Peter was Satan? Hallelujah. 
When Jesus Christ was able to ready to go and sacrifice. Peter was trying to uh, 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 talk to Jesus so that Jesus will not uh, go on that journey. But Jesus told Peter that get thee behind me Satan. It doesn't mean that Peter was a Satan. But it's like Satan was operating through Jesus. Sorry, through Peter. Hallelujah. Amen. Sometimes, sometimes we, we, we cut people off too early. The fact that you see that somebody is misbehaving doesn't mean that the person is Satan. But sometimes it is Satan that is working through the person. So as Christians, what do we do? You must be able to differentiate between this one, Satan is working in him, and then this one, Satan himself is the one working. Hallelujah. Amen. If you don't do that, you realize that you lose a very important people. You lose very, very important people. Hallelujah. Amen. So don't lose your beloved because you see that somebody is behaving like a Satan. Let's give some space and be able to tolerate people. Hallelujah. Amen. But just differentiate between this one is Satan that is doing it. And by all means, people will hate you. That is what Jesus is saying. People will hate you. So expect hatred. And don't be offended. Hallelujah. And don't be offended. And I believe that God will help us. Amen. Bishop said that hatred without a cause is an even more puzzling experience. Why does this person hate me? That is a question I have to I have asked myself many times. People hating him without a cause. Hallelujah. Amen. I mean, even us, you yourself, there are some people that when you see, you 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 realize that you don't like. Uh-huh. The same thing somebody will also do to you. Hallelujah. Amen. But when it happens like that, do not be offended. But rather, let the love of God guide you into whatever you have to do. Amen. Amen. I'm not short of words. I'm just short of time. Hallelujah.